0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, everybody. It's Marian Bailey with The Hip Senior. And today, well, anyone that knows me knows that I am a huge dog lover. Everything and anything about dogs. So when I saw that there was an organization called Doggies for Dementia, I had to find out more about them. So today we are here talking with Carmen and let's get to it and find out what Doggies for Dementia is.
1: Welcome to the Hip Senior Podcast, hosted by Marianne Bailey. Each week we sit down with seniors age 55 and up to share stories that will inspire you to live your life to the fullest. Plus information on the latest services that will allow you to make your golden years into platinum years. So grab your cup of joe, sit back and get inspired. Hey
0: everybody, it's Marianne with the Hip Senior Podcast. Welcome to Carmen today. We are talking about doggies and dementia. Carmen, hi, welcome to the podcast. Hi,
1: thank you, thank you, it's my pleasure.
0: So glad to have you with us. We've been looking forward to having you talk about this huge, huge dog lover and anything that uh, involves dogs and anything, especially when it comes to seniors, I am there for. So what is it that you do?
1: Yeah. So what is Doggies for Dementia? That's it. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, Doggies for Dementia Foundation is a nonprofit, which is a little over a year old now, although I've been doing the work a little bit longer than that as part of my photography business. And what we do is we photograph families impacted by dementia with their family dogs and there's a reason for that a couple of reasons actually and um and then so the families are gifted the photo session and i come back a couple of weeks later and give them the photos and prints and um also like a video slideshow. so uh, if their loved one has um, always there's really interesting video footage and i combine it all and Um, You know, dogs are a great equalizer for people, They kind of we're all like little kids sometimes around dogs and um, What I found was um, I was writing a book about families impacted by dementia and I, I followed about 13 families for about two and a half years and the ones where dogs were included in the photos we just more candid and more joyful, and people weren't worried. I pretty much they pretty forgot I was there taking pictures, right? Which is, which is a blessing. And then I also realized when I used to, our goal is to raise awareness, and families join us on that. And as I'm sharing the their stories and the images. The ones with dogs, people, you know, they're like swiping by pictures of people and there's a dog and it's like, oh, <laughs> and they'll read the story. And I thought, well, that's how we, we teach people more about dementia and because uh, the dog draws them in. And uh, so not only is it a great experience for the families, it, it helps with our mission of raising awareness.
0: So, what got you started in that? Like, I mean, interested in dementia and the whole yeah. cause of that to begin with? Was, was there was there more backstory behind just that?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So, I've been um, a nurse and a nurse practitioner for over forty years. I'm going to say now forty two, and uh, the last decade or more was in senior care. I specialized in um, in uh, uh, geriatric basically so i did some house calls as a nurse practitioner i go see people who couldn't make it to the doctor's office and and also neurology i worked in neurology clinic toward the um like the last four or five years and i saw a lot of people with dementia that was our specialty and in talking with the families and I was really fortunate to work in a fantastic place where um, at at Seton um, here in Austin, where uh, if I needed 30 minutes, I needed 45 minutes. It wasn't a problem. I was able to book appointments and I thought I learned a lot about families then, and and I, even then I thought, you know, someone needs to tell these stories. I, I think the world would be a whole lot less petty place and would be a lot more warm and kind to families if they understood. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I chatted with families to write this book, because I did end up doing that um, and I thought well, I can't do it without photos. Um, and one common thread with every family member was the isolation and loneliness they experienced, the stigma. Some were afraid to speak up, uh, say anything about it. Others said their families and friends just stopped coming because they said, well, we want to remember them the way they were. Or I don't know what to say, so I'm not going to come. And I thought, well, people just don't know. And that which we're afraid of, we stray, we back up. Right. And I thought, well, how do we, how do we, what do we do to raise, how do we do to change this? How do we educate the public and make it a kinder world? And I thought back in my early days of nursing when breast cancer was um, women struggled alone, alone, and you didn't talk about it. It was the C word. You never said breast out loud, you know, yeah. and it was a real big, big stigma. But what happened was women start sharing their stories and talking about it out loud. And pretty soon, we learned, we learned about it, and could support people. And I thought that's what needs to happen with dementia, We mm-hmm. need to make it where, where so many people are challenged at home and are being caregivers who've never been caregivers before, and a really feeling feeling the pinch like yeah the world could be a whole lot more kind and compassionate and so i sought out to to do that and being a dog lover and then using the photography that's my tool and blog podcast (laughs) you name it we're out there
0: yeah exactly and i found you um i think on linkedin Um, and, and so I'll, oh, that looks really cool. Let's talk to her <laughs> and find out a little bit about what's going on with that. Thank
1: you. You know, who would think at 62, I would be like the social media, kind of like a social media maven. I'm all over the place, right? And I've used it and I've met the most amazing people from all over the world uh, because we have a, a focus. And, um, and uh, I just, I think, six years ago, if someone would have said, you're going to you know know all about social media and you're going to use that for this nonprofit, I'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about that. The amazing thing is, is
0: as we start to get a little bit older, um, we do start to get more focus and more attention onto what it is that we really want to do. You know, mm-hmm. when, when we're younger, we're busy raising kids and we've got, you know, Things going on with us, but things going on with them and our focus is a lot on them, you know, and hey, mom, I need, you know, cupcakes for tomorrow's event at school and all this stuff. And you never know what you're going to be juggling. But then as you get start getting into your 50s and 60s, you're like, you know what? I want to start doing things that really excite me as I'm getting into my older years. What 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 turns mm-hmm. me on as a yeah. human being? What turns me on to, to different events and to bigger social causes that I can make a difference in?
1: Yeah, yeah, and funny thing, I mean, I it was, I, I remember this so crystal clear. I just thought, you know, people were saying, well, what, what's your point of view? What's your, what do you want to do? And these big questions that I had never really asked myself. I went to work every day, I loved what I did, I was really good at it. But when I looked at myself in the mirror and looked at my eyes and go, what do you really want to do? It, it really just, it made me cry. I was just like, I've never asked myself that question. I couldn't remember honestly asking. I I remember kind of like, like what? well, I could do this or I could do that, or that would be good for X, Y, Z, but not what was like really in my heart. And um, it wasn't the easiest thing. I, I really kind of bounced around a little bit going, well, let me see what really, gets me what really excites me is I'm doing what I'm doing and um, definitely having a cause is a big part of always of, and, and that people can tell they're like you talk about photography and it's exciting then you talk about doggies for dementia and it's like whoa the lights all come on you know And am like yeah that's definitely where my passion lies
0: yeah I was and- talking to a friend of mine the other day who um, had recently moved to California and uh, but she had been here, we known each other and she works for the Alzheimer's association. And when I was telling her about what the hip senior is doing, you know, cause I've been teaching, t- um, technology to seniors for 20 years now, but she, but it wasn't something that was tangible that people could see, mm-hmm. it's just something that they knew that I did. Um, but then when I started the hip senior, all of a sudden, you know, there's websites and there's the directory and all that kind of stuff and people can actually go in and see it. And then when they talk to me about it and they see how excited I always am about it, uh, you know, they're like, oh, OK, it's something tangible. Look how excited she is. I mean, I get excited about teaching seniors, but, you know, it's it's fleeting. You know, it's it's hey, I, I worked with a senior last week and then I move on to, you know, the next person. But but the directory is just it's out there with the social media. I got divorced and went back to school for digital me uh, digital uh, community. Just went brain dead. Uh, <laughs> digital marketing. And, um, so I've been using that, you know, to, to further along other, other people's businesses and be able to help people, you know, like you and being able to go out and and do that with uh, so many different businesses. And then the stuff that I've learned about seniors and dementia and, uh, working with, uh, different causes for different seniors and stuff like that. Um, it all makes it worth it, you know, but I didn't hit that until, um, I just turned, well, I was 50 last year, so it tells you how old I am. And, um, you know, it was, it was, okay, I'm getting older. What, what's going to get me out of bed every morning?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So mm-hmm. I totally, I totally get that. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of what can help other people and what makes you happy to get up in the morning and, and move forward in life. So, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. you don't really, really, I think most people don't tr- find their true calling until at least their 50s.
1: Yeah, I wonder about that, especially, I want to say, especially women, I don't know about men, because I haven't been one, but for women, you know, we we have our roles that we play um, throughout our lives, and especially if you have children, you know, then there's that family and the motherhood role, and even then gra- I have grandchildren now, and, you know, there's that role too, but it doesn't mean that that's all there is, and, right. um, but the primary the then the primary focus being like well what do I I want and um, how many others I like I how many people have never asked themselves that really frankly asked themselves that and um, and then when you start when I started looking I like I had no idea and, and and things have even changed in the last six seven years as far as social media is concerned and all of that as you know the tech things are just. Um it's just the opportunities and the options are um just never ending. It's it's just I, I I, don't really know if I would have thought about this in my 30s if it's something I could have done not the way that I do now. Yeah. You know, not the way I do now because I can reach a whole world from in front of my computer. And uh so
0: how many photo shots have you done? Do you know? Mm-hmm. Do you for know doggies that number? for
1: dementia? yeah oh yeah so in the beginning it was a part of my uh i have a for-profit photography business called carmen's legacy productions and i always gifted these photo sessions for families impacted by dementia so that was really the beginnings of it so i want to say probably in the last two years last year was a bust (laughs) because of the lockdown and things um we shared stories but i didn't do photo shoots um so i would say about 15, maybe. Yeah, easily. So there's 13 in my book and then another nine. So 24, 25. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: What yeah. does what does it look like moving forward now that, you know, things are starting to open up again and people mm-hmm. are being able to get back into the, the senior homes and visit with their family members? Yeah.
1: Yeah, of all times, I think the importance of having um, those photographs and those experiences that... Um, Create the memories for families are even more and more important than before the lockdown i mean so um now our push is we are saying okay this is what we give to families and we are funded with donations and sponsorships and things like that and uh is just to let people know what we do um how we do it and that it is isn't in fact <laughs> there's no cost to families and um, that's one of the things i hear a lot of people say oh my gosh but it's going to be too expensive and i mean, like, no it's it's not it's free for families and i, I don't i'm not going to budge on that as part of the yeah. nonprofit and um and also for people at home i think family caregivers are um everywhere and it's a tough tough road that they go and you know i go wherever families are and um, the next step, then, is to teach others who would like to, uh, we want to spread doggies for dementia across this country, at least. That was going to be uh, my next uh, Maybe more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm putting together a training program for, it doesn't even have to be people who know a lot about photography, but someone who's interested, who um, that I could help train and teach what they need to know about dementia, and then about photography and dementia, so that um, we can have our program available um, across the country, and uh, that's really a big part of our goal. And um, and then to spread spread the message. I mean, we, we blog, we share the stories, social media, sharing the stories, and. Um, I, I sometimes think I don't know if you can relate to this that really nobody's out there nobody's say, commenting or listening and and then I realized yeah. about ninety percent of um, people who see things are kind of um, are kind of lurkers but they're watching but that doesn't mean they don't care or aren't impacted by it and every once in a while I'll post something and I'll get like you know a hundred comments. From people i've never heard of who say yeah i've been watching i'm so happy for you and stuff like that i'm like really um and that was something for me to learn that just because it doesn't look like you're reaching it doesn't mean you really are not it's
0: and even though you know that as a business owner you know as strictly as a business owner you know this in your heart you know this in your mind but there's just some days when you feel like, why am I doing this? Because yeah. nobody bothered to comment on any, cause I was, you know, I go through and I clean up my social media every once in a while. I, look, mm-hmm. I post a lot of dogs that are missing and, mm-hmm. and try to help find their owners and stuff. And then, um, I'll go through and see if, you know, Hey, was that dog ever, was that dog found or what did, you know, did they find the owners for this dog? And then when I see that they did, I go in and delete them cause I don't need to be on there anymore. Right. And, and, so, I noticed but then I look at my other stuff and I'm like, damn, look at all the stuff that nobody bothered bothered to comment on. Uh-huh. And when you're promoting other businesses, that can look kind of bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. But but, but let's look at the reality of it is, is that different different social media relates differently to different people. And a lot of times these days, everything is just scroll. You just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and all and people will like you said people will notice stuff mm-hmm. but they don't you know like it or reshare it or stuff like that i mean i even yes. start thinking in myself, hey all this stuff is is keeps this free for senior citizens please 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 reshare and yeah. people will will like it then but they won't reshare yeah
1: i know I'm like,
0: what is it with
1: it sometimes so. not even they sometimes not even like i i i yeah. um, read where something like 80 to 90% of people on social media see things and feel something, but don't respond or don't know how or they understand that it's important at all and just see it, but they remember. And I, I don't know, maybe it's happened to you too. I, I've, I've uh, went to, this is earlier on, I, I remember I went to a networking meeting where I didn't know anybody and I'm um, kind of a, um, I'm a little quiet and for me to go walk into a room where I don't know people, I was looking for the exits because it's so uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. And I thought, no, just own this and, you know, someone here is Need going to, to somebody, yeah, someone here is, um, you're going to, I'm going to put it this way, you're going to be able to help someone here. I don't know who it is. Just walk in and look and see. and there were like three or four people who were like oh my gosh you're that carmen i've seen you all over social media and i love what you're doing with the dogs and like they knew the story and it's as if they knew me but i would never met them and, and i just thought wow nor did they comment or or share or like even but they're there and mm-hmm. now that was a big lesson for me a really really big lesson one um, of my
0: mentors has said that I was, I was complaining to her about it. I was like, man, there's just, you know, I don't know what to do to get people liking and stuff. She goes, Marianne, just keep posting stuff. She goes, the yeah. right person will, will hear what you have to say, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I have to remember that almost, I kind of remind myself that on on a daily basis, yeah. that, you know, that I'm doing the right thing and that, um, you know, the right person will, will hear what I have to say. And so mm-hmm. I just keep going at it because, Um, you know, like I said, it's, it's what gets me up in the morning. I know this is what gets you up in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's when people work for the good cause of other people, you can't help, but that's what gets you up in the morning, you know?
1: Yet if you think of it like this, Marianne, if you impact one person's life a day in a positive way at the end of the year, that's 365 people. That you've touched, you've touched right. their lives huge. in a good way. That's big, yeah. And Some so, people live their lives to affect
0: one person's life in their entire lives. Yeah. You know? So, so 365. That that's huge. That,
1: that's pretty good, yeah. And, and so, um, but I, I'm like you too. You know, we we work on sponsorships, and so, and I'm talking to people. I'm like, will our posts reach X amount of people? And I look at the insights and that kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, but I know it's way more powerful than that. And um, it's just how to how to draw it in, and I think about that. <laughs> Sometimes it works for me. If I'm doing a live, I'm thinking, "Oh goodness, there's probably a lot of people going to watch this." It's easier to think like, "Ah, nobody else is on. It's fine."
0: You know, and, and even if it's not, I've had mm-hmm. events where you know I've scheduled different stuff with trainings uh, for online tech lessons, and you know we we expected ten people and no one shows. You know yeah. so me and the host we go yeah. ahead and we, we record it anyway and put it out there because we're like well we're, we were going to teach us anyway let's go ahead and record mm-hmm. it and those people will hopefully watch it at a later yeah. date. and that's the great thing about social media right mm-hmm. is, is being able to get out there and recycle that information and make sure that the people that need to hear it do hear it
1: that's right well and especially last year with the the lockdown in this year too, pandemic and stuff, we're saturated with online things, and um, I think it's it's really created an a, a world where it's okay to just talk about what you're feeling, what's happening. That 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 little piece of, and I don't like to use authenticity a lot, but that little piece of authenticity is even more okay than it ever was. You know, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay. Um, I mean, when I record our own, we have a a video blog on YouTube. And when I talk with experts and dementia, I like, look, unless it's some big mistake, we're going to keep taping because that's what makes us human. And that's real. We're just sitting here with our coffee and we're chatting. And that's what makes it real. And it really, Makes it easy and um, it takes away that stress piece of it too. Because who wants to watch something totally perfect anyway? That's we look at that and go, ah, you know, that can't be real. Yeah, that's why I
0: rarely ever edit. That's why I, I hate it. First of all, it's time consuming, right? <laughs> yes. And yes. second of all, it's like you said, it's not as authentic. It's, Mm-mm. you know, when, when we have these
1: conversations, it's just us, and you, you and me talking. Yeah. So. yeah. And I loved watching when, um, newscasters on the national news and things when they were at home and the cat would just walk by or the dog would pop up and bark. And I thought, now that's real life. And the kids it's would really, come running and, in
0: in diapers.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's endearing because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, they're just like us. Yeah, so it makes that, I mean, I can one. relate to that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. something lately that I've been telling people with that are um, members of The Hip Senior is like, okay, so, you know, when you were at a certain level, you can do, um, an article every month. And I was like, it doesn't have to be an article about dementia every month, or it doesn't have to be an article Mm -hmm. about, um, cooking every month. What about maybe, you know, behind an article or a video blog, uh, video posting about behind the scenes, what it is (laughs) that you're into, or, you know, um, I keep telling my, my people that I have got two travel agents on there right now. And I'm like, instead of just always talking about where people could go, maybe post about where you went, where some of your best vacations have been or about the people that you met. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got a new person that's about to do a food stuff. She's a at home chef. Uh And I'm like, you know, do some videos about cooking stuff or about uh, different ingredients that are good for you, involved in some recipes and stuff. You know, it's, it's being thinking out of the box and being original with people. Yeah, I know that with people like with dementia, you know, uh, Tracy Youngstrom is part of the hip senior and, and she's a dementia specialist. And, mm-hmm. you know, there'll be like clients that I'm working with or family members and stuff. And she's just like, Marianne, just think of it this way, you know, and and sometimes it takes other people to see things that maybe you don't see. You know, oh, that's so true. Think be out of the box about <laughs> different stuff.
1: Oh, that's why it's so good to have a, a mentor. You mentioned mentor or coach someone because what, it, what did someone tell me when she can't see your own eyebrows, you know, you can't see it, it's like right in front of you. And yeah. they mention it and like, yeah, why did I not see that? And it's so simple. And yeah, totally right about that. And, and I think you mentioned it too, behind the scenes is uh, those are my more popular videos. And uh, part of why I always have a video camera going for the doggies for dementia, I have one for the families that are, you know, they're shooting, and it is fun because it gets some of the. That's where you see some of the the looks and the um, the, the original smiles and um, just the the banter between people and how they behave and. And then I have something going that's behind the scenes, including me, that I'm a part of it too, which is, um, it's just such a beautiful thing for families to invite me in on something that is so precious to them. And it's vulnerable to have someone point a camera at you and hope they capture it in the way that is intended. And I thought, well, behind the scenes of what it's like for me and for them is the whole story. And uh, those are some of my more popular videos, always any behind the scenes where I'm taking pictures. And even I went to Sunfe- uh, Sunflower Field a few days ago for sunrise, oh, yeah. and it was incredibly beautiful. And my husband just got with our phone, you know, some behind the scenes of me just going crazy in the <laughs> sunflower field. And I'm like, yeah, that's like a day in the life. Yeah, yeah right. Hardly ever am I up at three o'clock to go drive two hours for sunrise, but still, it's, yeah, it is just a day in the life. Mm. I'm, I'm
0: there with you. That 3 a.m., that would have had to have been rough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought, I'm like, well, if I get some behind the scenes, I don't want to look like I do when I first wake up. I need to at least comb my hair and get ready a little bit, and we drove two hours to get to the um, Sunflower uh, field and it just happens to be off a really main road so we're you know the, the police do patrol that tell people to move on so man, I had my list of what I was going to do super <laughs> fast and we I really we kind of made a run for it and got it and it worked out just fine
0: and oh, so, that's
1: fun. yeah and it was fabulous it was like I just just like the look of wow on my face the whole time
0: I am learning so much about doggies for dementia and right now we're going to take a break and listen to our sponsor who happens to be Anchor by Spotify, learn a little bit more about them, and then we will be right back with more information about doggies for dementia with Carmen. Thank you so much. And now just a quick message from our sponsor of the day, Anchor by Spotify. Hi friends, this is Marion Bailey from the Hip Senior Have you ever wondered what it takes to have a podcast? Well, I'm here to tell you that Anchor.fm is one of the easiest ways to get started. You can have a podcast up and running in one day. Did you know that? You can talk about things in your past, things that are going to happen in the future, things about a business or a volunteer opportunity. There's all kinds of reasons and things that you can do with a podcast. And I'm here to let you know that using Anchor by Spotify is one of the easiest ways to make a podcast. Everything that you need to record a podcast, to edit it, and to get it listed in all the major podcast listening platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Everything's in one place. Simple to do. And oh, I forgot to mention, it's completely free. If you want more information about hosting a podcast or getting started, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to our podcast.
1: Really beautiful.
0: You know, that's something that I've learned that, um, you know, you used to think like my grandmother was always up at the crack of dawn and whatever. And they may be, but when it comes to scheduling stuff like computer classes or stuff like that, they're like, do you have anything later in the day? Like if I want to get four people in in one day when I was out at people's homes doing this and I'd be like, hey, can I, you know, do, how early do you start your day? Can I come by at nine? And they'd be like, make it 11. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: And so yeah. I found that
0: as you get older, you may be up at the crack of dawn, but you're not like necessarily interacting with that and so that's kind of become my life is is as I schedule things you know 10 or later and someone mm-hmm. asked me the other day hey do you want to have coffee and talk about the hip senior and i was like sure how about 8:30 how about 10 you know i was like
1: can we do 10 instead yeah yeah i i i know especially for those of us that work from home that's like our time to the mornings are a little bit of downtime, you know, and get it together and take a look at what's going to happen for the day and go through, answer emails and then it's begin the day. And it's usually for me after like 10 or 11. Yeah. Same here. I do most of my interviews (laughs) and
0: all that stuff, you know, and I find out that I work through like, um, totally off the subject, but I work through like my, I have like little energy modes, you know, my I'm high in energy from like 10 to four and yeah. then from like 7 to 10. Me too. So someone's like, you know, your sleep patterns are are crap these days. I don't know <laughs> how you function. And I thought about it and I said, well, I kind of I kind of work around that. It's like mm-hmm. I know when when my high energy levels are higher and I use that yeah. And then I get a second wind in the evening again, and I use that. And then, you know, in between, if if I'm tired and I don't have anything going on, I go take a little nap.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that's the mm-hmm.
0: great thing of working from home, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I it took do me that. a while.
1: Yeah, it took me a while to get out of the eight to five, or for nurse practitioners like eight to eight. And I thought, boy, I've, I haven't even worked twelve hours yet today, and that you know <laughs> I'm like slacking. Like, Wait a second. <laughs> but then I sometimes work seven days a week, so I mean it's 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 a choice. And and uh, if we want to take off and go to the lake for a few hours in the middle of the day, well that's okay too. So you no. Know. It's, uh, I think that flexibility is a wonderful thing, but it took a while to get used to it. Absolutely. So,
0: all right. So when is your program going to be done that you can train other people? Because I imagine that that would be hugely popular. Throughout oh, the, the state.
1: Re- I'm ready to do that now. I have yet to, this will be the first. So thank you, Marianne. <laughs> well, we're announcing if you are interested in learning about Doggies for Dementia, um, and photographing families impacted by dementia it doesn't matter if you don't know a lot about photography we're taking care of uh, we're just working on the budgeting so we take care of the equipment so that like the camera and the light will be on loan we send things we'll do the class you learn how to do it and uh, it's it's not a it's a matter of we get things scheduled and we call and say we've got something in your area and uh, and you go and do and uh, some people worry about editing, Oh, well, I don't know about Photoshop and stuff, but they're really, really, just sending the raw, the images to us to process. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So, yeah. So it's really a matter of going and having a great time photographing a family and getting to know them and, um, and then not really worrying about the photos after, and, unless they just want to, um, uh, because we do have, it's kind of like, you know, there's branding, there's a look that is consistent for doggies for dementia and, uh, our way of keeping with that, um, is to just say, okay, don't worry about editing. We got that.
0: Oh, that's really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's the plan for now. You know, I like everything once it starts and, you know, there may be some adjusting to how it looks, but, uh, I think that would be the most simple. I, I know for a fact there are like stay-at-home moms and that work really hard. And they're like, just, but I'd like to have a little something that I might enjoy doing and are interested in photography and say, yeah, well, how about if like once a month we have a shoot that you could go do? I think that would be really, um, just like really fit the bill.
0: That would really, really be cool. I could see you guys being hugely busy,
1: yeah. um, and I <laughs> and I could
0: see people that edit photos that might be contacting you saying, "Hey, I want to volunteer to help edit some of those photos." Please for you guys call. As well. so, so hopefully yeah.
1: we can we can
0: work that into there as well. I can think of a few people uh-huh. that I'll have to introduce you to.
1: Please do, uh, because I know our team will grow, and we're going to need to Uh, because this is more than a one person job. And uh, we have four members on the board for decision making and and treasury and secretary and things. But when it comes to the actual workings of it, that piece has to grow for sure. So I definitely
0: want to introduce you to Cincinnati Pet Magazine. So if you're watching, Mm -hmm. holler at me uh, and I'll make that introduction as well, because I think that would be good for you as well.
1: Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, it's you know, all we about could,
0: who, you know, and who you, who you can meet, right?
1: Right. Totally. I mean, we've been, I've been doing this for a couple of years, but they, we were officially a nonprofit last, um, last year about this time. Uh, we had the state approval in January or in, in March. So, you know, what happened last year around March oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. whoop, everything changed and like, okay, now we're gearing up. Let's, let's just get out there and do do what so we that's
0: do. amazing you know there's so many success stories that came out of a bad situation last year mm-hmm. and you know we're one of them you know we started mm-hmm. the hip senior it had been in my head for 10 years um i even bought the domain eight years ago um and then finally it just kind of now or never you know i, I showed a newsletter to to my that same mentor and, and she said well that's a magazine i'm like oh my god don't it's the it's the hip <laughs> senior you know it's 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 been in my head for so Long and, and now or never you know yeah. now or never yeah and um and so it was now so june is actually our one-year anniversary as well oh congratulations
1: uh, thank you <laughs> yeah
0: and uh the directory started in january so that anniversary is, is coming up in another six months here but um uh, you know it's just a matter of like i said of, of bringing businesses together with seniors to help make a safer uh shopping experience whether it's you know finding a pair of shoes or a photography service or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, a new place to live. It's it's whatever they're looking for. Um, you know, we're hoping to provide a safer experience than going to some of the bigger uh, websites I won't mention and um, where anybody can be on there, right? Mm-hmm. So we know exactly who's going on. So cool. before I give you my last thoughts on that, um, can, do, can you think of one, it, photo um, experience that you've had that stands out among any of the others mm. that you can share with us?
1: Yeah. So they're all special for sure. Yeah. Um, last, uh, well, November, 2019, Alzheimer's Awareness Month and things, I uh, was given the name of uh, a family who might be interested in, uh, she was, the the woman was in memory care, but was did really well, and um, her daughter was in Alaska. So she was coming for November and we emailed a little bit and she said, yeah, I think I would really love this and my mom would probably enjoy it. Now, as it got closer, we, I just planned the typical, I'm gonna go do the shoot, we've got a dog, I'll come back a week later, it's a reveal, I'll show you your photos and video, and I also photographed that because it's that's special too. And um, as it got closer though, um, her da- this is Carol. Her her daughter Robbie called and said, you know, out of the blue, mom said she always wanted to be a movie star, and um, I never heard that before. I'm like, interesting. And at this particular location was at the Legacy in Georgetown. They had a a beautiful media room with the big screen and seats to sit in. And I thought, you know, Carol's not going to know that she is a social media star <laughs> for doggies, for dementia, because she's not on the computer, but what if we plan to show the video and her images in the media room? And that turned into a red carpet event. It turned into more like an Oscar night. I had a little Oscar statue for her and the um, some of the men wore top hats that escorted the ladies into the media room and we invited the whole community. And wow. um, yeah, not only that, I had sent notices to the local, um, Uh, It was the the local NBC and ABC stations who, who called and said, yeah, we'd like to do a story about this. And they highlighted Carol and her story and doggies for dementia. And one was there the day of the shoot and the other one was there the day before and did beautiful, just did the most beautiful uh, segments um, and highlighted her and she got to see those too. And, um, the video piece of it, when she was getting her hair done, I was talking to her and things, and she had things to say that her daughter had never heard her say before, and, and she had commented on um, what it was like when her daughter went to co- went off to college or her first job, and she started to cry, and her wow. daughter said she never even knew it impacted her like that, that she felt that way until she watched that video, and she said, you know, I would have gone my my whole life not knowing. I'm 65, I would have gone my whole life not knowing my mother f- felt that way. And it was just like, I, I don't even know how to explain the um, the right emotion. emotion. Yeah, oh the yeah, emotion very, yeah. very. And the knowing that impact, so I was feeling like, oh my gosh, if in that situation, if that was me and I learned something that I'd never known. and And in fact, had thought the opposite all along and um and carol described her daughter as beautiful and such and so carol's kind of a glamour lady she loves the bling and clothes and her daughter robbie's a little bit more tomboy like you know and Um, And Carol said, my daughter, Robbie, she, oh, you may not think from the outside she's beautiful, but on the inside, she just shines and she's got this beautiful glow and just the kindest person. And you see, I get goosebumps now. I just knew like that was going to be one of those memories for her daughter that she would never lose. That was like such an impactful moment for them. Um, so I think our other, all that happened around that session, um, sessions, it ended up being three, including a wow. shopping trip and things, uh, was probably the most that just really sealed it for me or on the right track. We're doing you most of your sessions. sessions end up being more than one session. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are two sessions. So one is with the dog and the family. Um, I usually have conversations with the family beforehand because I want their stories. I want to know something about their loved one and or them, whatever it is they want to talk about. And then I come back a week or so later with, I have printed images to give them and um, to show them the photos and the video slideshow. And uh, so usually it's on my laptop, but I photograph and video that because sometimes those are some of the most um, I don't want to say just emotional, but they're the most candid type responses. And um, when people see themselves in photos and their families and it's it's fun and and there's some laughter there, laughter and tears. And I thought, yeah, I can't just not photograph that too. It's part of the whole thing. Um, and in Carol's case and in others too, I've gone, I get pictures when they're getting their hair and makeup done, if it's a woman. and. Um, in her case, we went shopping to a local store, so I met them there, and she loved to shop. So I thought, we well, she's a movie star. Let's tell the whole story. Let's tell the story from start to finish, and and uh, we did. And, That's
0: really awesome. Yeah, it just in awe. That is that is so awesome. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah, she's. Uh, I've got pictures of her behind me there, um, Robbie and Carol, and um, it's just uh, yeah. Um, it was just one of those, and and for me, it cemented. Okay, I know what we're gonna do now. I know how we're gonna we're gonna set this up, and this is what I'm gonna need. And that was like <laughs> the tip of the iceberg of what we're gonna need, and how we put it together. You know, for the whole nonprofit and all that went into that, but so worth it. So worth it.
0: That's really awesome. Um... Well, you've given me a, a ton of things to think about and stuff like that, so um, I'll, I'll do what I can to help you spread the word um, Thank about you. that as well. And because you're a nonprofit, I'd like to mm-hmm. gift you a listing in the Hip Senior Directory um, for that Thank as well you. and you're free to promote your business uh the you know the nonprofit part of, of that mm-hmm. as well as you know let people know um that you're looking for uh, people to do this around the country I'm, oh. I'm guessing maybe around the world as well like people in canada and england and stuff. yeah like
1: that. interestingly i did a radio show with a gentleman in uk uh a couple months ago and then that has led to two other podcasts and one in ireland and one and another part of england and yeah we're like yeah i need to get there i really need to get there (laughs) and what they're doing is amazing i like creating um um, kingdoms which are equivalent i think to our counties in the united states and they're um, helping to make their towns uh, dementia friendly and how they're doing that and uh and so they're just like, when are you going to get here? We, we know families that would love to do this. I'm like, yeah, let me just look that <laughs> Let's just plan our trip because um, I, so I really see it going international and um, that just hadn't even, it just blows my mind to think about it. And, um, That's really definitely awesome. Local. I, I wish I was like, doing yeah. this. I
0: spent six months um, in the United Kingdom with my daughter when she was 15. Um, I wanted her to learn that you know that other places uh, mm. exist, and yeah. that people think differently than all Americans do,
1: mm-hmm. uh, and
0: that things are done differently and stuff like that. We had a really, really great trip and a really great uh, learning experience out of it. Uh, okay. We stayed in we stayed in people's homes um, while they were on vacation, uh. um, and so it was uh it, it was an interesting learning experience, really for both of us and. Yeah. Uh, I had been over there a couple of times. Um, but I wanted her to go at the first at the age of when I first went. Mm-hmm. And so um, I wish I was doing this then because I would have been, you know, <laughs> I would have gone and found all those people like that or whatever. So at least now I'm yeah. doing it. So
1: yes, you bet. You bet. Right, apartment. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? I was just going to say one thing and and in closing here and that um, I know it sounds kind of odd to say we want to photograph and even at a time that's so challenging for people with dementia and some people will ask do you really want to memorialize that do you really want to create that as part of their legacy their their stories and and I go back to each time I spoke and it reminded me because I spoke in in London um, two years ago and um Invariably, there were always a few people that are really crying hard. And my first thought was um, the I I didn't think the pictures were too emotional, but maybe so. And but each time they approached me and said it was all regret. They're like, you know, I wish I would have thought about this when my mother was still living or for my father. Or I wish that you I wish that this was different, that we could go back in time and do this for my family. And um, I think that that too was part of what cemented for me is that um, I'd love it with no family to regret not having that experience that they would like and those photos to remember their loved one. Um, Even during that difficult time, it's a part of their lives and it's not something we can just X out and pretend like it didn't happen. And um, it's, it's an important part of the lives too.
0: And people need to, you know, it's, it's amazing what Teresa Youngstrom and I recently did um, a class about um, dementia and music um, Mm -hmm. therapy, you know, and bringing up uh, memories using uh, music and stuff. And so she taught the stuff about the benefits of music. And then I taught actually how to play like a playlist and stuff on Mm -hmm. Spotify for people. And one of the things that we talked about was creating these playlists yourself. When you're, when you're first diagnosed or even before uh-huh. then, just keep a playlist of, the, of music that you like and enjoy. Yeah. So that if something were to happen to you, then you've already got music that people know, oh, she created this playlist, she's gonna really enjoy it. Uh-huh. Um, and Or even as you get older, uh, have someone help you do that and say, hey, do you like this music? And then also letting them know what you don't like. Right. You know, if you don't like sixties music, but you like hip hop, you know, letting people know that. So people don't assume like, oh, she's going to really like fifties and sixties music when in fact you hate that. And that's yeah. just going to annoy you even more.
1: Right. So, yeah. Yeah. music is one of those things, uh, that it's like, uh, is it the sense of smell, you know, mm-hmm. and we, it, it takes us right back to that time and, um, can be strong. Um, for to recall memories
0: and yeah. yeah so but the point of that was 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 coming up with ideas of especially when someone's first diagnosed with alzheimer's or dementia to start getting together then if if not earlier but if, at least by then and saying hey let's start making some some memories let's start taking some photos now let's mm-hmm. start uh digging up the past a little bit yeah. <laughs> excuse me and healing some wounds and, and, and bringing together people and, and having some photographs for where people really, uh, seal that legacy. Mm -hmm. Um, Kara long in Indianapolis, she does that. She puts together, uh, books sometimes there are videos of that, um, that's probably somebody else that you should know as well. And, um, just creating that legacy. And that's really what it's about, right? It's creating legacies for people so that the past, um, doesn't get forgotten in the future
1: yeah yeah I even do that myself I've got little videos that I've created for my grandchild my grandchildren because I thought number one they're not going to remember me how I am right now you know because they're little they're toddlers and then for the other like well otherwise the stories will be gone with me yeah and that's part of their lives too I thought well one day they're going to really appreciate having that because it's a part of their legacy as well do, um, so
0: just an idea, do you incorporate like music when you're doing like um photos and stuff like that? Do you do you ask for like, hey, what's their favorite music or stuff like that? Because I wonder, I imagine that I imagine. that would create uh, some really interesting expressions when they hear different yeah. songs that bring back yeah. those memories.
1: Yeah, yeah. For the photo sessions, we can play whatever sound they, whatever music they want. And i mean the photos i mean i've done these photos out in a blue bonnet field i've been in people's homes you know or just wherever it is that they might like to be in an, in an antique car i mean it's what makes people what's what is their thing you know what's unique to them and um the video slideshows are all to music so there's music playing there so there has to be some royalty free and things like that but i really do try to capture what fits their story um Interesting. You know, so, yeah, it's very, each one is very, very unique. Um, I mean, the actual steps of it, right. but of course, they're as unique as people. So, mm-hmm.
0: Flavor of life,
1: right? <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Uh, I must want to call you Carol. Sorry, Carmen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I did talk about Carol.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. one of my mentors' name is Carol. So, Carol, okay. Carol, Carol. Um, so, okay. So what, what's your last, uh, thoughts that we can get out there for people?
1: Yeah. So you could find us on doggiesfordementia.org. Okay. and same thing. Doggies for dementia is on, um, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, I don't do too much with Twitter. Uh, those are my three big ones. And, um, I personally answer all those messages and, and comments. So, uh, there f- feel free to reach out to me. And uh, because you're in another state, don't worry about it. It's number one, I travel. We have a camper. We like to travel. And uh, number two, we're teaching other people. So we are we're, we're going to grow.
0: That, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Carmen, thank you so much for being our guest here today. I have thank enjoyed you. really getting to know everything um, about you. I'm excited that you are teaching other people and that you're going to be growing because it's just such a great service that you do. And thank you, thank you so much for doing that for people.
1: Ah. Well, you're welcome. And thank you. It's been a pleasure. All right, Car. All right, everybody, uh, to learn more, hit me up
0: at thehipsenior.com, and we will have this listed. You're probably hearing it on the podcast, but I think we're going to follow Carol's advice, and it's probably going to be uploaded on YouTube as well. So follow us <laughs> over to YouTube to uh, watch us in video as well. And anytime that we can be of service to anybody, again, thehipsenior.com. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great day. Bye.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening to the Hip Senior Podcast. Remember to subscribe or you'll miss out on more inspirational stories that will make your golden years into platinum years. If you'd like to learn more about the senior services provided today, please visit us online at www.thehipsenior.com.